to Totalus Rankium. This week, Semi-I-I-I. Welcome to Roman Emperor's Italus Rankium. I am Jamie. And I'm Rob. Ranking all of the emperors from Augustus to Augustus. And this is the last of the semi-finals. Semi-I-I-I. Time to find out who finally faces Aurelian and Augustus in the final. Oh, this is exciting. And I'm guessing, again, you have no idea who's in this round. Uh, Commodus. Yes. Caligula. Yes. That's it. Constantius II and Trajan. Ooh, it's the crazy round in Trajan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's just jump straight into it, shall we? Let's go to Infamous Notorious. Infamous Notorious! Caligula! So, we are back with Sample Simon, the sample group. Do you know who Caligula is? And I quote, yeah. That's good. That's good. Promising, because even I'd heard of Caligula. Yes, I mean, this is huge. After Augustus, I would say Caligula's the second most mm. known. Maybe Nero. And it's great because he was sort of known by name that you wouldn't dare call him in his real life. Yes, yeah. His name is Julius Caesar. Oh, OK. Yeah, Gaius Julius Caesar is his name. He was known as Emperor Gaius. Uh, Germanicus gets added on to his name at, uh, at some point. So, yes, Gaius Julius Caesar Germanicus. Yeah, OK. It's a good, strong name. Yeah. Yes. For a good, strong M. But he is Caligula. Yeah. Or Caliguli. There's more than one. If there's a mirror in the room. <laughs> yes, I mean, he, he, he has resonated through history, that is for sure. He stars in many films, not him personally, obviously. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, lots of films, TV shows, books. He is played to perfection by John Hurt in oh. I, Claudius, who is just phenomenal yeah. in that series. Just his voice in that series. It's just high, high and manic and it drops so low and menacing. Mm. Oh, it's brilliant. Although I don't imagine Clicky having a low voice. I'm having almost like a whispery voice. Yeah, it kind of turns into a low whisper. And, yeah. Oh, I'd, I'll have to find clips of it again and show you how amazing I wonder that voice what is. your insides look like. Yes, it's, it's like that. Yeah, that's how it is. Nice and light, and at the end, it just drops. He's actually saying something quite... <laughs> I wonder if, or... I wonder how many... I wonder if all of your... Then, you know, ending it with something horrific. Yes. How many... I wonder if all your bones will break. <laughs> <laughs> he is, of course, the third emperor. Yes. He's right at the start, and that got me thinking back to the early days of our podcast, when we did his episode. Mm. And I remember doing some very scientific research back then. Wikipedia. I looked at the top ten worst emperor lists on <laughs> Google, and just looked at the first five. Yeah. Um, yeah, and to see how bad is he rated. So I did the same again. I put yeah. top ten worst emperors into Google, and I looked at the first five lists, and he came first, mm-hmm. first, yeah, first. Oh, then not in the top ten. What? Which yeah made me do that, and I realised that this was just someone's blog I was on that ah. for some reason was quite high up. I mean they're all just weird blogs, and I didn't agree with any of this, but that's beside the point. But this one was a bizarre one. It was from a Christian perspective. It was a gaming news slash top worst emperors blog just done by some bloke somewhere. It was a bit 
weird. So uh, I'm, I'm guessing if if he was quite a hardcore Christian, he'd put the emperors on there that really. I imagine Diocletian being on the list. Well, yes, exactly. He went for ones that had been anti-Christian. And it was an interesting look. So I had a look at this list a bit more, but I lost all respect for it when Maximinus Dyer wasn't on the list, and he was awful to the Christians. And also Galerius, who is easily hands down the worst emperor to the Christians, in my opinion. Mm didn't yeah. get his own slot. He was paired with Diocletian. So why put them together? Put them both on separately. They both did terrible things. So somebody doesn't really know what they're on I about. wasn't impressed. He no. put Nero in number one. Nero wasn't great to the Christians, but nothing compared to the likes of Galerius. No. Anyway, so Caligula didn't get on that list, so he'd be pleased about that. Anyway, the fifth list I looked at, he was number one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> apart from the weird list that I found, it's, he's pretty bad. Yeah. Now, I would argue he's clearly not the worst emperor, but he was crazy. He was the most... He's one of one of the most cruel emperors. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I suppose it depends how you define bad, doesn't it? Whether you be- agree with this list or not, you cannot deny he is firmly rooted into the social conscious as one of the worst emperors. But like you say, all the films and the everything else that's come out about him has always portrayed him as very, very negatively. Yeah. Which I think is slightly unfair. Wow. He, you know, he did lots of good things, like um, built a, a, a bridge over the bay. For, for, bay. for, for transport reasons. <laughs> <laughs> of his horse and, yes. and him. <laughs> yeah, he, he was awful, wasn't he? He was, he was Okay, maybe he should have been number one. No, not number one, but definitely up there. He was awful. Yeah. He was a terrible emperor. <clears throat> impact, though. Well, none. There's no impact on his reign. Take him out, nothing would have changed. Did it make the empire worse? He didn't have enough time. He only ruled for a few years. Oh, it was four years? Yeah, it's like it's it, it. He did not do a Commodus where he got a golden age and ruined it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He it was a blip of craziness, and then the relative stability of Claudius. True. So uh, there's just no impact at all. I imagine a lot of people didn't say that at the time. <laughs> they were too busy screaming and running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hiding their wives. One person just sitting in the street calling after them. Well, don't you realise there'll be very little impact on this? Yeah. <laughs> in 2,000 years' time, we won't even heard of him. So, yeah, I, he's not getting much points for impact, unfortunately. Well, that's fair enough. Know. Interesting facts about him. We've already covered one. His name is Gaius Julius Caesar, which many people forget. His family are killed one after another by Tiberius while he is forced to live with him. Yeah, that must be weird. His, his childhood on Capri must have been this weird, awful fearing for his life. Because he'd been sent for as well. And yeah. like he's travelling there in a litter and going... <laughs> Everything up to him being the emperor, you feel so sorry for Caligula. But, but it's interesting though, because I bet Tiberius saw something in him which he liked because Tiberius was a bit of a, a meanie yes well according to some of the sources we've got he wasn't particularly pleasant no so maybe he did and then there's always that image that I get of Caligula more than any other of him standing in the dark yeah. room above Tiberius knife in hand which who knows whether that actually happened but yes it did oh it so did <laughs> it yeah. definitely did it's just slightly terrifying and don't forget he said he could hear the voice of Augustus in his head telling him oh. to kill Tiberius. I mean, it's just some kind of weird ghost story you could make out of that. It's a bit like Christmas Carol. Yeah, maybe it's a bit like yeah. that. Yeah. He built the first cruise ships, which is a little he fact did. that yes. we forget. My wife loves that. Yeah. 
marble decor, mosaic floors, statues. Heating as well. Like on yeah, it's amazing. Lead pipes throughout the ship. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice lead water. Oh, let me just have a drink of water. Where's maybe, my hair gone? Maybe that explains it all. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. The inscription, property of Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, was on the boat. Just in case anyone... It's like, whose is this cruise ship? I don't know. Jeff, is this your cruise ship? No? <laughs> oh, it must be the Empress. Yeah, a fire caused by Allied shells destroyed the ships in 1944 because they'd only just been discovered and dug up and then... Then they were bombed during the war. Horrible thing about war and is it annoying? Stuff. It destroys history. It's horrible. Yeah. So it's happening in um, Palmyra. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it happens in all wars, doesn't it's it? Awful. So stop fighting! So there you go. That, that's Caligula's infamous and notorious. I think he is getting lots of points for being well remembered. Oh, he's huge amount. Massive remember, but he's yeah. losing points for not having any impact. Uh, I'll give him a. I'll give him an eight. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. He's remembered. I'm not doing like five points and five for the other. I'm doing a full seven points for him being remembered, and uh, no points for the impact. I'm going for seven. Okay. So that's Actually, no. This is Caligula. He's got to have eight. He is notorious <laughs> through and through, isn't he? Sixteen. Yeah. There we go then. Next. Constantius two. Focus group. Do you know Constantius two? Reply. No, not really. Not really. Yeah, I think. But I think the focus group were just being kind. Yes. Nope. I, I looked quite sad and uh, <laughs> I'd be okay. <laughs> and then they said, what's that sound? He just said, it's my heart breaking. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, no, it's in the microwave. I'll finish cooking. That's what I actually said. Um, let's face it. No one knows him. No one knows who Constantius II is. Nope. Impact. Not much. He ruled effectively for quite some time and... Internal fights in Christianity, uh, a lot happens around his rule. There's lots of interesting stuff going on. Remember, this is a, when Father Christmas punches someone in a meeting. That's this kind oh, of yes, time. the Easter Bunny. Yeah, the Easter Bunny, the yeah. Aryans all kicking off. All this is happening around So he's helping to stabilise the Christian Yeah, yeah, movement. so it's a bit, but it's not much. Yeah. Um, that's about it. Are interesting facts, however. He massacred his whole family. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I bet they didn't. Or they did very quickly. <laughs> He killed his cousin and Caesar years afterwards. He went to civil war with the very last remaining family member, Julian. He was also very cunning, clearly held into high respect. Despite the only sources we have on him being hugely biased against him, you can't help but tell he's, he was actually quite capable. Mm. He, you just can't help but be interested by him. I will continue to argue he is far more interesting than any other emperor of the time, especially Julian who is hugely interesting, although, I mean, he was a bit useless, but he's a very interesting emperor. Mm. But I would argue Constantius II is the more interesting of the two. I remember when, when we didn't give Julian the Genesis arc, as why would we? <laughs> I'd be really annoyed at that. They were, because he is held in high esteem. Why? He was the last pagan emperor. He, so? Uh, that's something that's interesting about that's him. That's interesting, but that's not a reason for also, being good. Apart from Marcus Aurelius, he is held as the philosopher emperor. There's so? writing by him that survives, and he comes across as a very sensible person. So? what? He, he sent his own <laughs> army into a desert and stranded them there. He's an idiot. I know you weren't impressed. I was angry. <laughs> Genuinely angry. Yes. <laughs> How dare you leave them there? I'm glad you cut out the rage that I had. <laughs> 
So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think Julian is hugely fascinating. I didn't think he deserves Jeanne César, but I think he's fascinating. But Constantius yeah. too is more fascinating in I my agree. mind. Because he raises so many questions. His relationships are what define how interesting he is. So things like, how did he get on with his father, Constantine the Great, when he killed his mother? <laughs> how did he get on with his brothers? Remember, the three of them were not particularly friendly. They kind of went to war with well, each other. He killed them all, so not well. Did it pain him to kill his extended family? How did he turn Ventranio? Do you remember him? Ventranio? Was, yeah, he, he revolted, but then actually kind of seemed to be in league with him. Was that a plan all along mm. to stop the revolt against Magnentius? Did he trust his sister? Did he kill his sister? Did he regret killing Gallus? Why did he elevate Julian? Did he sabotage Julian? Was that just pro-Julian propaganda from Ammianus, his biographer, and his best chum? We just don't know. It's really interesting stuff. Why did he declare Julian as his successor? He was at war with him, and he declared the, his enemy his successor. That's a bit of a swerve there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. All this stuff is it's just interesting stuff. But you cannot get away from the fact... He has not made a mark in history. No. No. So, for the intrigue that he raises, I'm going to give him three, but I think... Really? I, I don't think I, I... To be honest, that's probably being generous. I'm giving him one. Fair enough. That's a total of four, then, for Constantius two. Trajan! Do you know who Trajan is? Answer. Nope. Okay. Yeah, although uh, he's not quite up there with the likes of Augustus and Nero and Hadrian and the others that perhaps are more well-known. I would say he's one of the more well-known emperors. He does better than many of us. But Sample Simon hadn't heard of him. No, I, I hadn't either. No, had you not? Okay, then. He's got his forum. It's the largest and most impressive of the forums. It's all about size for him, isn't it? Oh, it is. He moved a hill to build it. He's got his massive column. He himself is etched into his own column 58 times <laughs> which uh, says something about him i think <laughs> yes it does he's received a mostly positive reputation solidly throughout history mm. not many can claim that many emperors kind of go in and out of favor throughout history as historians yes. try and put their own spin and on things but yeah. trajan's pretty much been popular throughout all of history he even survived the christianization of the empire stories of Pope Gregory I resurrecting him and baptising him so he can go to heaven. So he was dragged out of his eternal slumber. Yeah. So that he could be forced to be a different religion. Yeah. So he could go to a heaven he doesn't believe in. According to stories in medieval times, that's okay. what happened, yeah. Um, oh, zombie Trajan. <laughs> yes. Brand. He is mentioned in Dante's Inferno. Oh, really? As a seeker of justice. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, he, he was definitely popular uh, by authors, writers, and uh, uh, people throughout history have talked about him. Gibbon didn't sing his praises too highly, but certainly wasn't against him. The only time he starts to get some negative press is in very modern times, where Hadrian has been elevated as the better ruler because he was more obscure of peace and People nowadays like to think that we're more peaceful than we used to be, despite yeah. all the wars. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, this is the most peaceful time in human history right now. There are fewer wars, few fighting going on now than there's ever been. Ooh, go and tell that to the people living in, insert country. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, but there's, there's, there's always conflict going on, but yeah. we're the most peaceful now than we've ever been. Oh, okay then, fair enough. So yeah, so H Hadrian's kind of seen in good light more than Trajan nowadays, but... 
Trajan's always been seen pretty good. Yeah. Impact. Without him and his invasion into Dacia, the Golden Age would not have happened. The Golden Age needed gold, and he got it by invading lots of other people. Yeah. Stealing their wealth and taking it home. So he's almost after. He's a man after the British Empire's heart. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he he makes the golden age. Yeah, and that's I mean, an impact. I wouldn't hold that against him though, because at the time that's what you did. That's, oh yeah, that's what know. we did. That's what we still do. We used people still invade other places to steal their stuff. Yeah, throughout history, this is what people have been doing. That's how the British Empire was built. You go into a place that only use spears, you kill them and take their diamonds (laughs) and make crowns out of it. It's the British way. Yes, tally-ho. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that is definitely an impact by him. All future emperors were compared to him. May you be luckier than Augustus and better than Trajan. I remember, yes. Yeah, Yeah. he he is seen as... The pinnacle of a Roman emperor. Um, some interesting facts. He expands the empire to its greatest extent. Again, biggest. Yeah, again, biggest. One of the most interesting things I find about him is unconfirmable, however. It's his rise to power. The traditional story is that Nerva, realising his hold on power was weak, chose Trajan as his successor, a political masterstroke, at once putting down any unrest from the military who hugely supported Trajan. However, is this true? Is this what happened? Nerva had already been held hostage by the Praetorian Guard. Did Trajan simply let Nerva know that he was going to be emperor next, and Nerva should just play along rather than fight it? Nerva decided, yeah, I can't fight this, and just said, yeah, okay, you can. So if this is true, Trajan deserves a lot of credit for staging the perfect coup. A coup so good that it's barely recognised. Yeah. Now, there is some evidence for this. Pliny certainly hints at it happening. This isn't plucked out of the air, but it is very hard to confirm. But if it is true, I'd say it's the, by far the best thing about him. It's his uh, secret coup. So there you go. That, that's Trajan. Mm. He's got to get points for greatest extent of the empire, etc., etc. And he's, his forum. And his forum and his column. Um, um, yeah, so he's, he's scoring some decent points, but he can't be up there with Caligula, I don't think. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit below seven. I'm, I'm going to six because he's not. I didn't. I hadn't heard of him. Fair enough. Okay, that is a thirteen for infamous notorious. Finally, we go to Commodus. Well, I can tell you about Commodus. <laughs> yeah. So, a little bit of background information here. He uh, killed his own father in a tent. Yeah. He then um, made the um, Maximinus gladiator yeah. fight against him. He was eventually killed within the gladiatorial forum mm-hmm. by Maximus, who then shortly thereafter, yeah. due to a previously inflicted wound. Or did he? Because aren't they making a gladiator too? I'm being serious. I'm fairly sure they're making a gladiator too. <laughs> the return. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up now, live during the podcast. Okay, well, Rob's doing that. What the hell? This is another gladiator. I guess it could be another gladiator. Another emperor. Who's after Commodus? Uh, Pertinax. Ooh, that'd be rubbish. And then Julianus. Oh, I'd love to see that. <laughs> Julianus just quivering in the middle of the Colosseum. <laughs> That's what Gladiator 2 is about. Just about Julianus. Yeah, I've not made this up. I don't know if it's happening, but it's definitely rumoured. Nick Cave seems to be involved somehow. Apparently, director Ridley Scott says, I know how to bring him back in an interview in March 2017. So, uh, yeah, it could happen. 
I'm hoping he brings them back reincarnated in British UK 1990s gladiator style. <laughs> yeah, I really hope so. Against the that Eliminator. Would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so back to the podcast. <laughs> Sample Simon. Do you know who Commodus is? Quote, no, but I do know what a Commodore is. It's a computer. Yeah. And a commode. Mm. Is it a toilet? Is it? Mm. I don't know either. So there you go. Sample Simon. I have to go sample Simon. So there you go. Um, despite what Simon says, however, I'd say this is one of the more recognisable names, mainly due to the film that you have already alluded to. Yes. But for that, perhaps not so much. No. Uh, I also did the scientific research on Commodus. I looked at the top ten worst emperor lists yeah. on Google. He came in third, third, third. Oh. Not in top ten, weird Christian yeah. slash gaming blog. And then finally, second. Interesting. Yes. Who was second on the other ones? Either Nero or Elagabalus. Whoa! Elagabalus was always in the top three or four. Why? I have no idea. I, he was clearly just a young person who power had gone to his head who liked to cross-dress. And because of that, he's gone down in history as being as bad... No, in fact, worse than Caracalla. What? He always beat Caracalla. Just because he played a few practical jokes? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, there was nothing in the sources that isn't obviously made up that is particularly bad with Elagabalus, in my opinion. No. No. Even the stories of him letting lions loose into people's bedrooms, they were tame lions. He didn't do it to kill people. He did it because he thought it was funny. And yes, it's not particularly pleasant <laughs> to be um... woken up by a lion. But if... <laughs> Gently purring on your pillow. <laughs> but let's face it, if this was Caracalla or Caligula... It would have been a lion that was actually savaging your throat. That'd be funnier for Commodus yeah. or Caligula. Yeah. So I really think Elagabalus is uh, is poorly done too. Yeah. He really is. Anyway, so third place for Commodus. Impact. Um, he had an impact. <laughs> oh yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> it's not good though. And also, you can debate how much uh, he brought the golden age to an abrupt end. He really did. Things were going well, and then they didn't. But is he is he blamed unfairly here? Was it his rule that led to the crisis? Yes. Was it, or would that have happened anyway? Were the cracks already there, just being papered over by the likes of Marcus Aurelius? It's hard to tell. Would another Severus have but, risen but in, anyway? But in his reign, it went downhill. Yeah, you can't get away from that, can you? Marcus Aurelius, the empire was good. Commodus, end of rule. The Empire was bad. Because even if they had flaws with Marcus Aurelius, like it was a, a golden age pinnacle, like you, you said earlier, and then yeah. was suddenly underground. In the mud, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> it was Begging for death. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, not, it's not great, is it? No. You, you get the feeling politically everything was quite stable in Marcus Aurelius's rule, and within years someone is literally buying the Empire. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a mess. So he does that. Interesting facts. Something we've not mentioned before. It's rumoured that he's not actually Marcus Aurelius' son, <gasps> but the son of a gladiator who Faustina had had an affair with, Ooh. which explains why he loved the gladiator fighting. I don't know. My dad's a, my dad makes plane engines. Mm. I don't 
feel the need to do that. <laughs> Doing that. I don't think that's a good... I'm always a hairdresser. I don't really want to be a hairdresser. No. No, this is probably just a way of trying to explain how is he, Max? <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess so. How is this possible? Uh, another little fact that I just happened to find in the story of Augusta, which I don't think I mentioned before, he was afraid of barbers. So he really? would burn his hair off rather than cut it. What? <laughs> Yeah. I now have images of him running around the palace with his hair on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Infamous Notorious. Um, he's not hugely well-remembered, but he is fairly well-remembered. I'll give him a couple of points for that. Yeah. He has an impact. It's a very negative one. Uh, but that's an impact. So oh, it's I'm, an impact. I'm going to score to that. I'm going to go to six. I'm going to go to seven, because I think the impact was quite high. Fair enough. So 13. That's another 13. Okay, recap of the scores for this round. Uh, Caligula, uh, an impressive 16. Yeah. Uh, Constantius, 2, 4. Mm. Uh, Trajan, mm, average 13. And the same for Commodus, an average 13. Fair enough. Let's see how they died, shall we? Yay! Mortis Memorial! Caligula! Let's kick off with an assassination. One Praetorian guard, who had been mocked once too often, decided he had had enough... So he enlists the help of some of his friends. Caligula was walking back from a chariot race with a hangover when suddenly he is fell upon by a bunch of disgruntled guards. And that corridor is still there. You can still go down it, can't you? Yeah. He was yeah. actually killed. In Walk Rome. down it and be assassinated yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That costs more, though. Yeah, definitely. You've got to pay a bit extra for that. Yeah, book in advance for that as well. Yes. So, yeah, they stab him to death, they kill his wife, they smash his baby daughter's head against a wall. Huh. Like you do. Yeah. And then they set off to find Claudius and Rocky behind a curtain. Oh, Rocky. Yeah. So, uh, that's his death. Yeah. Good old assassination in a I corridor. Like, I like the way it's a multiple assassination. Yeah. So it's not just one person. I do like that. It's similar to Aurelian's last week. Yeah. I can't remember what we scored Aurelian last week. I feel like we should probably score it the same because it's a very similar story. Well, Aurelian, I can tell you last week got a three from me and a five from you. Well, I'm going to go for five again, then. I'm more impressed. I'm going for four. It's the same story. Yeah, but it's more than one person. <laughs> more than one person killed Aurelian, possibly. We don't I really like know. Caligula more. So okay. I'm giving four. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that is a total of nine men yes. for Caligula. Next up. Constantius 2! After Sharpor 2 was forced to retreat due to internal problems, like within his empire, not within, <laughs> <laughs> within his body. A sticky bow. <laughs> Constantius 2 finds himself able to deal with the usurper, the hideous usurper, Julian. <sighs> he headed off to fight this ungrateful cousin, but on the way, he becomes ill. He died. Died? <laughs> no, that's so boring. But not before declaring his foe as a successor, which gives it a little bit of interest. I'll give him a couple of points for that, but that's all I can give him. I'll take him too. Yeah. I'll, I'll match that, because that is interesting, because we don't know why, unless it just shows that he, you know, although I hate him, he's he's good. He's family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's four. Next up. Trajan. Trajan also dies naturally. Oh. <sighs> He was heading back to Italy after many victories when he became ill and he died. That's that's it. There is a little bit of intrigue, though. Some say his wife, Pompeia, hired an actor to play the emperor after his death just long enough to declare that Hadrian was the successor. This story is probably not true. No. No. That's like the McCartney is dead sort of thing. Yeah, I um, will give him a point for just having a story, though. Me too. Yeah. Two. Two. Finally. Commodus! 
And now we have an assassination again. He had his food poisoned, but then he vomited up the poison and went and had a relaxing bath. But then Narcissus, his trainer, walks into the baths, strangles him in the baths, and kills him. Within the next day, Pertinax is emperor. The perfect coup. I like that because he had to be assassinated twice. Yeah, I like that. That's quite nice. I like that more than Caligula's. Yeah. It's not stabby-stabby. No. It's poisony-poisony, strangly-strangly, in the bathy-bathy. I gave Caligula four, so I'm going to give five. So to I'm going to give him six. Eleven. Not bad. Right, okay. So, final round then. Historia Ridicula! Okay, having a look here. I'm going to go for Algae Trafford's question. What would they be like on a date? For example, where would they take you? Would they pay? Would they try for a cheeky snog at the end? I, I, I think Caligula would try a snog. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I think no. it'd be a bit more, be a bit more than that. I could imagine him starting a protest hashtag <laughs> that's what i could imagine yeah yes yeah let's face it caligula was uh, not someone who would ask permission for a snog no he, his date would be you would be invited with your husband <laughs> yes for a meal and then yeah um he certainly wouldn't be paying oh no no you'd be paying yeah or your husband would be paying yeah yeah in more ways than one it's it's just it's horrific it's absolutely horrible yeah caligula should not be allowed near other people no no okay Do what it. about constantius too you know i think it'd be quite interesting oh, he'd have a story to tell be full of intrigue you wouldn't know what's yeah. going on he'd send you a text message to to meet up <laughs> Yeah. So do you want to meet up for a date, or meet in a coffee shop or something? And go, oh, shall I go? Or is he tricking me to try and execute me? I just oh, don't yeah. know. <laughs> and then you turn up and there are black flowers there. Ooh, pictures of his family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then he smiles a lot and then actually yeah. it's fine. You have a really nice time. I think it'd be very flattering. I think so. I, I think you'd pay as well. Yeah, I, I think he knows, he knows how to flatter. Yes. Just too. He knows how to get what he wants. Just don't mention the family. No. No. And uh, Will you get her for a snog at the end? Um yeah, I think he would. Yeah. I think he would, but but would be respectful if uh, if you flinched away in horror. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Trajan. Trajan is going to be like uh, the perfect officer in the British Empire. Oh wow. That's what I'm thinking. He would order your food for you. Yeah, I mean, he'd be so perfect officer-like, it is just going into the realms of sexism and condescending. Yeah, he'd yeah. pull your chair out for you, he'd sit you down. You'll, Order you'll, your food. <laughs> she'll, she'll have the steak. Yeah, exactly, it would be like that. With a Pinot Noir. Yeah, so I mean, probably miles better than the other two, but I imagine rub some people up the wrong way. Yeah, Yeah. no kiss at the end. A, a firm I mean, handshake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, thank you, that was very pleasant. Sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. But halfway through, there'd be an earthquake and he'd dive out the window. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Like, or the waiter drops the plates and he dives out the window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Bit> jumpy. <laughs> yeah. 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 But not before saving the uh, the plates that are falling to the floor. He'd save all the food. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you grab his plate, save all the food. Yeah. Yeah. Then dive out the window, erect a column outside. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> How much would he talk about his column? He'd probably mention his column, but subtly, like. Yes. But, uh... So, oh, is that column out there? What do you think? Oh, it's not bad. It's not too bad. 
yeah, you're right. It's not it's not too bad, is it? Not too mm. bad. Yeah. Not as good as this column. <laughs> then you'd scream. <laughs> Commodus. Uh, Commodus. You know what? You'd have a good time. I think you'd have a good time. You'd have a great time. You'd get blind drunk. Yeah. Kill a few animals. Yeah. Go around like wearing a bear skin, whatever. Yeah, it'd be a fancy dress. It would be like a Victorian fancy dress party where everyone looks slightly scary and sinister. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's creepy black and white photos. Yeah. <laughs> but but you, you're having a good time. Oh, yeah. If you just ignore the, the yeah. dubious morality of everything that was going As on. As you're clubbing someone to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, what an archer. I mean, that's some that's impressive true. skills with his bow That's, that's one dead ostrich. That's yeah. Sure. Plus, I'm guessing he'd be the best looking of them all. So I mean, he, he like Clint, you look pretty, pretty smooth skinned. And... Uh, Commodus loved to train, though. Oh, he, he was buff. He was hench, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have ironed a shirt on his six pack, which would really hurt. Yeah. So... You'd end up with like a bobbly shirt. <laughs> yeah. But you could. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I mean, if if you're going for looks. And maybe you'd want to do it. a good time. I think I'd, I'd go with uh, with Commodus in this round. I, I wouldn't. So wouldn't kill you, you. You'd kill other people with him. Be, be a laugh. Yeah, you'd have to make sure you're on his side. Yeah, it'd be a riot. Yeah. Though. Be great. And you'd have to figure out a way to very, very gently turn him down for a second date because I think maybe you should cut your losses if you've survived. Well, the you'd first. have to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. <I think. laughs> yeah. So. Um... Sorry, I'm I'm combing my hair. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm go- I'm going go on a date. With Commodus. I would. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. Right, I think I, th- I think this question is great as well. We both saw this and thought this is this is the next one. I've forgotten which one it is. Tom McQuillan. Okay. Which emperor would you have as the entertainment for a children's birthday party? <laughs> and what would their act be? Oh, yes, no, I do remember this one. <laughs> okay. Caligula. I think he'd bring in a slave. Yeah. With a few utensils. <laughs> And it'd be a bit of a biology lesson. <laughs> Educational. Yeah. Yeah. Entertainment. I, edutainment. Yes. That's, what it, that's how he'd describe it. And with the John Hurt voice, so, I wonder <laughs> how many bones we can break with a spoon. <laughs> and the children love it. Wide-eyed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pick me, pick me, pick me. I'll <laughs> use a spoon. Yeah. I think so. Magic tricks as well. <laughs> Sawing people in half. <laughs> Got your nose. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Brings this really terrified lady in a sparkly dress. Yeah. Into the box she goes. Look, children, how she screams. <laughs> but not for long. <laughs> it's about to reach her lungs. <laughs> yeah. You're right. The children would love it. They'd have a great time. Good value for money, I feel. <laughs> yes, I think so. Plus, I mean, if you're like feeding all these children afterwards and the children's parties are a nightmare yeah then you've kind of whittled down the crowd a bit after the entertainment <laughs> so you've got less to feed fewer, That's true. fewer children run around your house heck of a cleanup bill though that is true but maybe caligula could be convinced to collect all the gore afterwards for his collection that's true yeah nice pair of intestines for the wall yeah because mm. that just too i think you'd read a book <laughs> We'd read read some poetry, I think. Kids' poetry. Yeah. But I think it'd be a reading thing. <laughs> You're going for reading, are you? And I think the kids would be a bit disappointed by it, to be honest. Yeah. Personally. Possibly. And then, 
about two-thirds of the way through the story, <laughs> the doors at the side open. The soldiers come in. They kill everyone present. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't laugh enough. And there you go. Contagious 2 just goes, there we go. That's that problem sorted. Yeah. Or he's at his little nephew's party. Kills his kills the nephew's mum, his yeah. sister. Just just everyone, really. Yeah. No one vaguely related to him yeah. is, is just killed off. Oh. So actually, he's not a children's entertainer at all. It's all a front oh. to further his own career. Okay, that's Constantius 2. That's sad. Trajan, modelling. <laughs> clay, clay. Clay wheels for yes. all the children. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're making columns today, children. Who <laughs> can make the massivest, biggestest columnist? <laughs> yeah. The ones that have the most of me on win. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, I think the children would quite enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be funny as well because you like you know when you get kids to make no you, you would never get kids to make columns but they'd all like <laughs> they'd all like flop over it'd be quite they'd all hilarious be and they'd look really phallic and be really funny. <laughs> yes, it would. But I tell you, I got my kids to make lightsabers last year. At the end of the year, out of clay, and it was hilarious. <laughs> I could only imagine. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, so and Trajan would love it though. He wouldn't care that the columns were a bit floppy because no. they've all got his name on. Yeah, because he's forced the children to put his name on. Them. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and they dive out the window at the end. <laughs> yeah, one of the columns gently falls. Does it make a noise because it's soft clay at the time? <laughs> yeah. Slowly touches the table. <laughs> it's, it's been happening a good five minutes. <laughs> he's been waiting for it to touch the touch the wheel of the bomb. Yeah. And then he's gone. And he's yeah. Gone. I think children would have enjoyed that one. I think so. Yeah. Commodus. Animal show. Definitely. Definitely animal show. Like just parading different animals and yeah. shooting them one <laughs> by one <laughs> yes. with different shaped arrows. Oh, yeah, he'd love it. Yeah. Wearing his, wearing his lion skin. He'd give them out to children as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Little clubs. All the children <gasps> can have a club each. Yes. Yes. Great. And then they can all like chase a rabbit or something. Oh, and club it to death. death. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. And then for the finale, he releases a jaguar that pounces <laughs> at the birthday boy, but he <gasps> brings the jaguar down with an arrow right at the end. Everyone claps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that would work. Children love it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all successful in terms of. The children, apart from Constantius II's, yeah. because he's killed them all. I think Trajan was a bit more dull, so they'd enjoy doing it, but uh, yeah. they, they would think the jumping out of the wind is a bit too much. They probably won't remember it for the rest of their lives. No. Whereas <laughs> <laughs> Caligula and Commodus's, I believe, will be seared into their minds. <laughs> Particularly yeah. Caligula's. I think so. I think Caligula wins that one. Well, Caligula's got the advantage that the parents are happy as well because you've got fewer mouths to feed afterwards. That's true. That's true. He saves money. Yeah, and let's face it, the animals are going to make a mess of your home. That's true. Yeah. But food afterwards. Ooh. Roasted ostrich as a bonus. Oh, I was about to say Caligula, but I do like a good barbecue. <laughs> I'm still going to go Caligula, because I think biology, cheaper. Okay, fair enough. Caligula has the the best value for money. Best children's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, well that's all our rounds then. What, yeah. what are the final scores? So, um, so Caligula... Uh, total is uh, 25 points there. Not bad. Not bad. That's a good total. Uh, Constantius 2 gets a very disappointing 8. That's disappointing. That's terrible. Trajan, um, 15 in total. Yeah. Not great. Just a poor death. Mm. And Commodus, 
um, is uh, an impressive 24 points. Oh, so Caligula just comes out on top, according to the points. Plus, Caligula wins one of our Historia Ridiculi rounds. Oh, but so does Commodus, of course. Ah, the two high scoring with it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so we've got a decision to make. Mm. And I will confess... I personally find this the hardest round. Me too. Because I genuinely still don't know. The other two rounds, by this point, I had it in my head. Yeah. In this one, it's the first time I, I don't know what I'm going to say. Be- be- because m- most people are shouting, this is easy, it's Trajan. Which is bizarre, because that's the first name I'm willing to knock off the list. I, do you know what? My first name to knock off was Constantius too. No, not for me. He really? didn't perform well today, I'll grant you that. But if you consider his other yeah. rounds, Constantius II will forever re- remain in me as one of the most interesting we covered. That's true. I didn't really know much about him and after yeah. I did that episode. I just remember the week I was researching him. Yeah. And it was one of the best weeks of research in terms of, well, wow, what, what happened then? And what, this happened? And it's, it's genuinely interesting. He was one of my favourite emperors to research. Trajan... Yeah, he's a big name. He's got a massive column. But... It's not about the size of your column. It's not about the size of your column. What is Jeanne César? And what is it to win Jeanne César, ultimately, in these knockouts? It's interesting. He certainly deserves to be in the semi-final. Uh, He deserves to be recognised as one of the best emperors. But I do not think he is as interesting as Constantius II. I think something else we'll have to consider... Who's going to hold it well against Augustus and Aurelian? Because what we don't want is an easy knockout in the final. That would be disappointing. That's my problem. Because in my head, you know how much I love Caligula. Yes. I almost wish he was my dad. <laughs> what a great time you'd have. <laughs> would you? I thought you preferred Commodus to Caligula. He's Caligula just has it a little bit above Commodus because Commodus is also amazing. So I would love both of those to go through. But I, I feel like they'd be knocked out so quickly in the final. I see. I agree with that logic as well. I do not think Caligula can go through. I don't. Caligula was crazy, and that is literally all he has going for him. And yeah, he was the most crazy. He scored the same as Commodus, but in the uh, quarterfinals, we decided that Caligula had the edge. He gets a, a subtle plus one. Yeah, but I, he, you cannot go through to the final with just being crazy. I crossed him off. That really hurts me. I, I know I that hurts Caligula. you. I know it does. I almost want to put Commodus through because it annoyed so many people that he got through this far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the there were some people quite upset <laughs> that he got this far. He beat um, mission. And as you remember, I didn't want Commodus to get this far. No, but you were willing to knock out Trajan above Commodus. I'm sure people are livid at that. Quite possibly. Commodus has everything Caligula has with the added bonus that he destroyed the Golden Age. So that makes him a little bit more interesting. Yes. He ruled longer, and the people who worked under him were awful. Yeah, it was all corruption. and All corruption. It was terrible. And then it led to an interesting death, an interesting coup, and then Didius Julianus. (laughs) So, yeah, Commodus, in my mind, deserves to be here more than Caligula. But I've got to say... For the same reason that Caligula can't go through, I'm not sure I can put Commodus through. No, I, I agree. Everyone <laughs> just really, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> that. So, I, I agree. Cross him off. Fair, oh, my two favourites. Uh, uh, so I, I thought I was going to have to argue hard to knock Commodus and Caligula out. I thought you were really going to. No, I, 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 I know the limit of. I'm thinking of the next episode because. 
this person has to stand up with Augustus and Aurelian. Yeah. The two mighty people. So who do you want to go through then? In my head, although he's more boring, Trajan should go through. As a bonus point, my my little bit of my little sprinkling of honey to sweeten the deal, he looks like Spock. <laughs> there was that. He looks like a Vulcan. I forgot to put that in my uh, interesting notes part. Um Constantius who has the intrigue. Yes, he was in a more uncertain time. He was the best in that situation, but Okay, I'm going to try and do an experiment here. Okay. Think the name Trajan is doing something to your opinion. So if I call these emperors Bill and Bob, okay, and just quickly remind you of what Bill and Bob did. Okay. Okay. Right. So yeah, but you always win this because you know more stuff than I do. You remember more. I forget. <laughs> as soon as we finish the episode, I forget it. I only listen to it and go, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> doing the Romans. Yeah, and we're ranking them <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's a verb. Yes, it is. <laughs> Bill. Bill inherits a very strong empire. Right. That has been doing quite well for quite some time. Got it. Possibly with an incredibly good secret coup. It's hard to tell. If it was a coup, it was so good, it was hard to tell it was a coup. Right. He then goes and invades a province and steals all their gold. He then goes and invades Parthia and steals all their gold. So he's building up the economy. Good. Yeah. He then gets ill and dies. In the meantime, though, he does build a massive column, a massive bridge, and a massive forum. And a massive empire. He spends the, um, the empire to its furthest ever point. Yes, definitely. It's at its peak. Now, I'm not downplaying any of this. It was impressive. Bob, however, if that wasn't Bob, I can't forgotten which name I gave him. That was Bill. This that was Bob. Bill. This is Bob. See if you can figure out which one this is. <laughs> <laughs> Bob has... A father who has completely dominated the history books. He then dies, and Bob inherits the empire with four other people. Despite the fact he's only a child, essentially, he's only just made adulthood, he then goes back to the capital, massacres his entire family, then goes to war with the most powerful empire apart from Rome, does reasonably well until he hears that his brothers are at war. He lets them fight it out. One of his brothers kills his other brother. Then he hears that his remaining brother's been killed. Two usurpations, three usurpations are taking place. One of the usurpations, he politically turns to his own advantage and he defeats the other usurpation in battle. He then hires one of his only two remaining family members, marries him to his sister, sends them to the east. Marries him to his sister? Marries him to his sister. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sends them off to the east, sends inspectors after them, realises they're doing a bad job, and does a cunning letter to get his cousin back who he then captures, tortures, and kills. He then hires his last remaining family member, sends him into Gaul to put down the rebels, and spends several years sabotaging his only family member. He then goes back east to fight the mighty Sharpor too, then turns back, and to everyone's surprise, declares his foe, the usurping Julian, whose name isn't Julian, you don't know who this is, let's call him Steve, the usurping <laughs> Steve, he declares him emperor to make sure that the empire carries on. Now, which story is the more interesting? Well, you added more detail to the second story because <laughs> you clearly want that emperor to, to win. Um, so therefore, that's what is way more interesting. Of course it is. I could have gone into detail about Brian Blessed with Trajan when he went into Dacia. 
and he'd lost sort of, but he didn't, and then he won, and then yeah, yeah you can add some detail, but okay, broad strokes. Constantius II's story is full of political intrigue, murder, and family members turning on each other. Trajan's is just a typical conquer, steal, and pillage. But brings its the empire's the greatest height it's ever going to be, ever. Just happens to be lines on a map. So what if it was slightly bigger? But massive lines, though. <laughs> they are massive lines. It's slightly bigger than it was. It wasn't that much bigger than it was during Constantius II's time. It's the biggest. Yeah, his columns was the biggest. So what was the biggest? Form was the biggest. <laughs> I'll happily go with Constantius II. Okay. As long as he performs well against Aurelian and Augustus. This is the final, Rob. We spent almost two years <laughs> preparing this. See, what is interesting, if you just got all the emperors who got Genesis Caesar and said, pick the best three that you want in the final, there was no way Constantius II would have been in there. No. In my opinion. Because I would have chosen someone else. Probably, I'm not sure who at the moment. But the way the tables have worked out against these people... I just think he's the more interesting. I just don't think Trajan's that interesting myself. Yeah, he achieved a lot, but this is Gene Cesar. This isn't Okay, let's do this it. This isn't a game of how big's your column. We're playing that after we finish yes, recording. Yes, we will. Um, okay, no, let's do it. Let's do it with Constantius too, because I think that's the easiest bit of a wild card. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Plus, how boring will it be? Like you say, we've been doing this for almost two years. <clears throat> if our final is Trajan, Augustus, and Aurelian. We probably could have predicted that at the start. Let's have a bit of a wild card in there. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, yeah no, it's, yes, it's yeah. a touch ranking way. Yeah, bit interesting. No one would have guessed Constantius II would get this far. I wonder how many people have turned off now in disgust. Probably a few. Okay. <laughs> but I'm doing it, because in the quarterfinals, I think I I hedged my bets. I was a bit safe with some of my choices. But you know what? I'm, I'm just going with my gut this time. You've won me over the wild card. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it then. Well done, Constantius too. You are in the final. You crazy emperor, you. Okay, right, we've got our final then. It is Augustus. It is Aurelian, and it's Constantius too. An interesting final. Mm. Yeah. In our 101th episode, we now have our final. And we will find out who wins in our 102th episode next week. Oh. It is the last episode of the series. Augustus versus Aurelian versus Constantius too. Your entertainer is amongst you once again. All his wars successfully concluded, and the victorious parties brought back to Rome. He had thought, in his divine innocence, that the house would be lined with cheering children. He had thought the room would be strewn with balloons. He had thought there might be messengers to greet him, telling him of the triumphs to be awarded. And what did he find? This conqueror of the balloon animal. This victor over the mighty rabbit in a hat. This house is empty of crowds and flowers. No triumphs awarded. No games of pass the parcel. No celebrations and musical statues. But two miserable old parents waiting at the front door to greet him. And a room full of cowardly stay-at-home children who spent their time in front of the television and a 
Well, he has spent six months living no better.